Good afternoon, this is Jessica Nayoti with the Be Well, Be Wealthy podcast. It has been a while since I've been on here, um, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. Um, last year, some changes happened, um, good, bad, relatively, on how you think of it. Um, and this year, I made a little bit more serious of a commitment um, to proceed that which has uh, affected my companies and some of my passions um, and everything else in my world a little bit, a lot of it. Um, good, bad, or indifferent, I guess it's, it is what you make of it. But anyway, um, we are traveling. The kids have off this week. We spent some time in Orlando with the stomach flu, which was disgusting. Um, we're spending a week in Hilton Head, and then we're going back to uh, Orlando for a few days. Although we might just pivot right down to Daytona. I had no idea that it was so cold in Hilton Head, um, and it is. So I'm kind of trying to assess in my mind where we should go and what we should do. I recently got a um, job offer in... Um, California, Mount Helena, California, and apparently this Haitian guy I've been talking to, he actually lived there before, and it's super fancy, super expensive, um, and the pay, which market value should have been somewhere between, um, 250 and 550,000 salary annually, um, was a little bit lower than the lowest and I just kind of voted out after going back and forth for a while because it will take a lot of something to get me to do um, an employee type position it's got to be a good network it's got to be a good family it has to be a healthy work environment I have to see that it's doing something positive for the world uh, I have to have some time off and flexibility, and I need to get paid well. Um, and that's very hard to find, at least from my experience. Um, and undoubtedly, throughout the years, I've just picked to be my own business owner because most of those, I know I can keep a healthy work environment. I know I can make as much money as I want. I know that I can get paid as much as I want. You know, I, I kind of create the employee family um, however I want. And, uh, you know, I know that I'm serving people well, um, whether it be through employment or through the services that we provide. Um, and one thing I've come to terms with, though, is that these businesses are excruciatingly difficult and hard to run that will have me working all the time, maybe never and all the time, yeah? Um, but the payoff just wasn't there. Um, even, even doubling my income every year, I just wasn't seeing the numbers that I wanted to see at 36 years old, you know? Um, I do have some some big ideas in my head. I would like to see myself become a billionaire by the age of 50. And that gives me 14 more years. So that's like a whole lot of money <laughs> to be making and quickly, right? Um, so 
I was recruited by a healthcare company last summer while I was, I had the summer off with the kids and was touring all over America. And, you know, I, I interviewed with them and I told them, I said, look, I'm not really looking for an employee position right now. My mom's a nurse. My dad was the greatest salesperson in the world. Um, my, my college degrees are in healthcare administration and I've, my recruiting was my favorite employee position um, and only really so I'm not against it um, but I let her know you know I was big on on flexibility income and a healthy work environment a healthy team and I remember her just smiling um, and just being like just like I was home you know so and her name was Luz Torres um, and I'll probably never forget because then, um, I don't even remember if we interviewed with anybody else, but I got the position, um, started training. Jessica Catant was our trainer. Um, she would give me a hard time because I kept getting up. <laughs> I had an excuse for everything. Um, and she called me out on it, but gently, you know, and respectfully. And it made me even respect her more. Um, so, uh, one of the things that I noticed was that, um, you know, it was a good place for me. So, I'm really excited. Um, I can't wait to be able to... Uh, you know, continue to learn from them. I actually have uh, been there now for a few months, and it seems like it's really working out. Um, but one of the things that I've noticed, besides losing like a ton of weight, I've lost so much weight. I'm like um, lighter than I was in high school, which I'm super excited about. Why is that, you say? Because I'm so relatively de-stressed. Um, for the most part. Yay! Um, and I have to sit all day, which I'm not used to. And, um, you know, I, I can't eat. Like, usually when I'm running the company, I am running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Um... So, things are going all right. But one thing that I wanted to get on here um, and say was that, you know, it really does kind of stink that, um, you know, I, I haven't been able to really pay attention to my companies. I've let everybody go at this point. Um, and it's been kind of tough. So... Hopefully we're going to get back on track. I had to share my, I had to share what I have done recently, kind of explain things. Um, but we are on vacation and it is after 5.30, so I better get back to my number one job. We're going. Hey, this is Jessica Nayoli with another Be Wealthy podcast. Today is sponsored by me because I'm rich enough to do that kind of shit today. 
kind of just kidding, but not really. Um, that's kind of why I want to this because I was raised by stress out people. seems to be too much for Jacob. So he wants to leave it. And I can relate because there's times as a mom that I'm like, whoa, dog owner, business owner, employee, whatever, carrying my gym bag, my work bag, the diaper bag, and this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, you know what? Who wants all these bags? Like, let me just leave it. Let me just leave it and keep walking. Now we just want to turn around and go home? Yeah. Also can relate. But we got to pick up our scooter. So anyway, when I finally did become a mom, which was extremely scary, um, you know, I remember being in, geez, I was maybe a year sober in undergrad college was serving AmeriCorps National Service, which not sure how much they're paying today, but it surely wasn't a lot back then. Um, you know, I had nothing, really. I had nothing in my savings. I had I knew nothing. I grew up in a poor town and uh, wasn't really sure if I was ever going to stay there. wasn't really sure about anything. Um, I had a lot of lofty ideals, right, and was governed and ruled and raised by people that talked about other people and lived, you know, mediocre lives and, um, you know, stayed that way. You know, and there was always, like, the neighborhood drama and always that random mediocre person that would die too early or so it seemed that everybody wondered what had happened. And um, realistically... You know, there's been many times where I'm like, damn, this is too much as an adult. You know, like, I get it. Yeah, if you gotta, if you gotta carry the rock or you gotta carry your scooter, you gotta say which one means more to me. You know what I mean? You're, you're doing the right thing. You're carrying it on your shoulder. Then you're doing the even smarter thing and handing it to your mom. You know, you're gonna carry the dog though? You're gonna grab the leash? All right, we'll trade off. Good, good trade. So anyway, Benjamin, my oldest, was maybe one, two years old, and I had a full-time job. Um, I had graduated with my bachelor's. I had a couple years sober now, and uh, you know, AmeriCorps National Service wasn't cutting it. 
I'd gotten a little townhouse out in Oswego County in upstate New York, a little two-bedroom um, that was, you know, looked just like my, my house growing up. It was the duplex, you know, out in the country, couldn't see neighbors from your house, lots of green, lots of area to play. And I wanted to make a living. You know, I wanted to be sustainable. But a few years earlier, I had been in a car crash. And besides being disabled by being a single mom, I also had like a lot of uh, true disabilities that I had to work with. Um, a traumatic brain injury, um, you know, broken collarbone, neck, knee ligaments, all sorts of gross, disgusting stuff that uh, I couldn't heal quick enough so that I could never mention it again. Um, but it is part of my story. And, you know, making $12 an hour working full time, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, feasible to pay for childcare for $10 an hour. You know, making, making a profit of two. And it started to get scary. Cross the road. Um, you know, where am I going to be, you know, hearing all these Tupac songs and seeing all these people, all, nope, this way, all of these people that, you know, if you're a single mom, you're doomed. You don't see single moms at Disney World. You don't see single moms um, running companies, usually. You don't see single moms out to dinner with their kids, usually. Um, you know, you don't. You don't see single moms getting their hair and nails done, usually. You don't see them at the BMW dealership, usually. You know, there's a lot of, of places that you don't see um, young single moms. No, no, you wanna go inside? Come here. But I knew for me that there was a group of people that had told me I could do anything. And I am pretty crazy, so I, I had all sorts of ideas. Ooh, what kind of ice cream do you have? Ooh, I'll take the Nanas. Thank you. Do you dip them in chocolate too, or? No. No, just regular banana? I chocolate. You don't have any chocolate? Just the plain Jane? I don't have chocolate up here. Okay, well. I have ice cream. Yeah. Well, I'll stick with the Nana for now. Thank you. Ah, so I wanted to be that mom that graduated college, that was a business owner, that got to have any car that she wanted, any house that she wanted, lived wherever she wanted, and most importantly, was free from addiction, abuse, uh, dependency on men, substances, whatever, jobs. Told me I could be. Um, you know, they, they feed you some wines in there. You know, you can do anything. Um, and that God will help you with what you can't do. Like, it's just nuts. So, um, but I, I bought into it. Now, the fact of the matter is the, the logistics, right? So, long story short, I mean, back in the day, $5 an hour maybe close to $10 an hour to work a $12 on our job. I do have a W-2 position right now that I got in order to get my house. I love it. 
If you can hear, that's my two-year-old on a bike pretending to sell ice cream. I'll buy some more ice cream. Oh yeah, what kind did you get me? What? You got me bananas and chocolate like I just asked for 90 seconds ago? Look at this, Jay. Do you see this? This is my heart beating for you, my love. Anyway, the point of the story, if you're still listening after eight minutes, is that single moms cannot afford childcare. There's just no way. Whether it's an at-home nanny, a daycare center, it's absolutely mind-blowing. And if you don't go insane, then you're lucky to... Ooh, I'll open that. I'm not opening the bubbles. Nope. Nope, I'll open that, though. What's that? Let me see. This is not for you. Um, if you don't go insane, um, you know, then you're, then you're the lucky one. I can't open it. Go ask brother. Let's go in. Oh, so I just got a text message. I still have my companies. I still have this job, which pays me roughly $20 an hour, which is uh, less than what childcare providers want sometimes. I've seen some go as high as $50, $50 an hour. I mean, what are you doing? Are you, are you like enrolling my kid in school? Are you like designing my future grandkids? I, I'm not quite sure. I don't know. Are we getting like Elon Musk on their birth certificate? Like literally, what's happening right now? $50 an hour. But I know who gets those, those kind of nannies. And they're not single moms, right? I got it, thank you. But, um, fortunately, you know, God gave me a very um, smart way of doing things. You know, I'm able to manage a few different companies to establish a few different uh, strands of income, which I'm so, so, so grateful for, right? Because without this, I might be on drugs, right? Without this, my kids would be screwed. Without this, I would probably be dependent on a man or the government, right? Um, and I see it all the time, and I actually just got overwhelmingly um, grateful because I got a text message for one of my old modeling gigs that I used to do on the side while I was working full-time and opening a business and doing all sorts of stuff. Um, I would also do promotional modeling. And... Uh, I just got another ping for one, and I can remember their dad used to say, like, an hour, I wouldn't move, you know, I wouldn't leave bed for that. Uh-oh. Well, we got to pay attention to what we're doing. So, here you go. Don't be pushing open doors. Um... Oh, their dad used to say he wouldn't move for $20. Well, I knew that I was going to have to. And for a long time, I did. And for a long time, I did that morning, noon, and night, every day of the week. And now I'm starting to notice that the smarter I work, 
the less I have to because I'm not, it's not not going anywhere, right? So today I, I won't work for $20 an hour unless I know it's coming somewhere. Is it for a company that's gonna match my retirement? Is it, you know, for uh, uh, investment that's going to give me returns? Is it, you know, what am, what am I doing? What is everything I'm doing? Even in my spare time, you know, how much time am I Netflixing and chilling? I don't do much chilling. You know, I want to make sure that my mind and my body and my soul are in prime. Nope, nope. Go back, let me see your pants. Are in prime uh, condition all the time, you know? Because if they're not, what's the point? I don't know, I might die tomorrow. I don't, I don't want to have like a turkey neck or whatever if I do. Um, you know, and I don't want my kids to have to freak out and wonder what the hell they gotta do. You know, there's a certain kind of way I wanna live this life. You know, it's not, it's not on government assistance. It's not being the sad broken because I'm gonna tell you what right now, the childcare system, judicial system is broken. The fact that men can leave and not do a goddamn thing and that those little babies in our bellies don't even have rights until they're born is bullshit, you know? Um, for, a, for a country and a nation that's, you know, ruled by men that think, you know, abortions shouldn't be legal which I don't really give a shit what anybody does, but I'm gonna tell you right now, we, we better start focusing on pregnancy and the foundation of health and wellness, particularly mentally and emotionally, and the influence of an entire lifetime of, of health and wellness and condition and quality based on those nine months in the womb, right? And what are we doing to protect that? And then, right, so for somebody that barely made it through both my pregnancies, thanks to, you know, a horrible living situation, life situation, relational situation, here we are now with kids, with a working mom, like what? Um, we need to kind of get it together, you know. If, if we're going to be having these kids and we're going to be, you know, made to be responsible as women, um, some men need to be made responsible too, big time. And, um, you know, and in the same respect, there are a lot of things that are antiquated in reverse, right? I mean, if a man doesn't want a child, there's there's... I don't know, there's some, who cares? If there's a baby, it's not about them anymore, right? Obviously, because I can sit here and cry all day about what I want, but my childcare provider is still gonna wanna get paid, <clears throat> right? So things aren't in theory anymore after you have a baby. Um, and my heart really, really goes out to the women that have not been so fortunate or are not so blessed. I remember there was a girl. So after I was working full time after Ben 
was like two when I had made it through and got my first degree, I opened up a childcare center and I hated it. I hated every bit of it. I didn't want any part of it. It was right across from a outpatient rehabilitation center. I thought that that was a good idea. It was a horrible idea. I am not God, nor did I ever want to pretend that I was ever again. Um, it was heartbreaking seeing naked kids in strollers with smoking fathers, screaming and crying, um, not clothed, wondering what to do, having people leave multiple kids for after hours. Um, and I get it, I'm not judging, like this is me. Without a program, untreated alcoholism and addiction, this is me, 100%. This is me not giving a fuck, me going out and doing God knows what, because it's just too goddamn much. This life, adding children by myself without a program, without a fellowship, right? That, that is 100% me. Um, and I've known that, and I've thanked God ever since for keeping this kind of stuff in the forefront of my mind, right? Because I can see today that I'm not as desperate anymore, right? Like today, I just kind of get a little upset, you know? I'm like, oh man, my BMW smoking a little bit, really? Oh man, the babysitter called in again. Ugh, a new one wants $25 an hour. Like these are my problems today. Not, what are my kids gonna do when I go to rehab tomorrow? Not, you know, what, what are my kids gonna do if I can't make it another day? You want some fried, dried fruit? Fried fruit? Yeah. You want it fried or dried? Fried. You're god darn right you like it dried. You're a good boy. So, I'm super Blueberry. grateful. Hold on, blueberries? There's no, give me those blueberries. Blow your nose. Yeah. I'm super grateful to number one be sober. There's no fucking way I would be able to handle any of this shit without being sober at all. And then uh, thank God for making me a little bit humble, <laughs> at least humble enough to shut up and slow down and notice God's, God's in charge most of the time, right? And, um, and to work my ass off. You know, it's so cool. Like, I'm so grateful for my mom and my dad, right? My dad taught me, like, closed mouths don't get fed, but my mom taught me my manners. And, you know, <clears throat> with those two, dude, I'm unstoppable. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> I'm, my, my God knew what he was doing when he introduced my parents, so. I hope that you guys, if you're a single mom, get the help you need and take care of number one so you don't step in number two. And if you know a single mom that needs help, please love up on them. Like I've been loved up on so many times. So many people have helped me, hand me down clothes, you know. I can still remember a boyfriend that paid my electric bill one month. Like, I swear to God, it was stuff like that that was like, you know, does God really like me? Am I, am I really, yeah, this is good. I'm supposed to be here. All right, I can do this. That's all we need to know. Sometimes that's all we need to know. Can I do this? Can you do it? No, I can't. So who's help do you need? You. 
Oh, okay. So if we can't do it, we gotta ask for help. And that's what you're saying? No scissors. Oh, well. Or I can get you scissors. Give me a kiss. Mwah. And you know, there was this, this is it. And then I'm gonna end it right here. But there was a guy once he told me, don't ever, I don't ever wanna hear you being called a, calling yourself a single mom. He said, because we've all helped you. And that's true. So, uh, all right. Well, that's all for now. Take care. Happy almost Friday. Bye.